0: Welcome back to Red Country.
1: Hey, yeah. friends.
0: Hi, friends. How, Hello.
1: How oh are you? How are you? I was absent again, but it wasn't my fault last time.
0: No. You kicked I me had, out of the I Cool
1: had... Kids Club. You're like, nope. Not well, this time, like, sucker.
0: It was like lunchtime. And uh, <clears throat> that was uh, one that I thought that, hey i had to work around his schedule so yep
1: it was that's a close to the heart episode
0: so close to the heart
1: if i were there that day i would say congratulations
0: oh thank you and uh um (laughs) i'm glad you weren't so oh (laughs) that's that feels fucked up oh sorry i didn't mean that in a rude way (laughs) i just meant it in a I'm glad you were out making money. I am glad you just weren't there. Perfect. Yeah, It's great. It made it so much better.
1: Yep. What's up, dude?
0: Not much, man. Just, uh, you know, just living life and uh, preparing for this survival course that I'm going to starting Thursday.
1: Well, wait, that's now? I thought that was later in the year. I had something mixed up.
0: It was supposed to be in July, okay. But I thought that it would be better to go now, since in July usually it's a busy season. So at work,
1: yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. It'll like, probably be better, right? Because you camp and stuff anyway. So yes, it'd probably be better now than in July, weather-wise and bugs too. I mean, you're learning to survive, so <laughs> listen to me, like bugs. But dude, bugs are bad. are a son of a bitch in Nebraska
0: yeah yeah <laughs> um camping definitely to save money you could th- there was an option to stay at a motel and i was like eh, i just don't want to pay right. for a week of motel
1: you're um, more less stroud and less bear grills
0: yeah yes <laughs> yes <clears> there's <throat> more more bear grills less stroud uh yes so, <laughs> I, so uh, I interrupted. You. <laughs> so I noticed that uh, TikTok's taking off for both of us. Now that we had Mike on here and both got on TikTok, yep, officially. So if you're your- not not already follow, following us on TikTok, Ruck Country for myself and a Rad wash for Justin.
1: That's right. On the old Uh, TikTok, I I, am—I—I would say that I'm trying, but I'm not. I—I want to be trying on there. Yeah.
0: It's—it's weird. I uploaded some videos. I have like one, like where I'm doing like a floor renovation, and it got like 1,200 views, and I was like, "How?" (laughs) And and then I have other ones that are like eight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I get lost sometimes i only allow myself like 10 minutes at a time on tiktok so this might happen twice a day that's how infrequently i'm on tiktok um because here's the thing like i recognize that i could waste hours on this app for shit just like you're saying like people redoing floors or um there's like these uh this asian dude that will make these super intricate clay pots yeah and just to sit there and watch him do it you dude you could watch a couple hours worth of this easily yeah these stupid short little clips
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so anyway i see how people would appreciate you doing redoing the floor
0: yeah it was uh it was a cool transformation in new york anyway that was just kind of like uh for, front patio and i was like well, this is. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And, uh, but it was cool. And uh, I definitely have in the back of my mind whenever I open up any app recently is is David Goggins in the back of my head saying, "Quit <laughs> wasting your fucking time." Yeah. Like, and so like last night I spent like an hour and a half, two hours learning a guitar riff from Dave Matthews that I have been. Sh- like probably just putting off for 20 years and finally figured it out. And I was like, Oh, well, this is what I should be doing with my time. It's learning things. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to, I actually just bought David Goggin's book. Um, Can't hurt me Mm -hmm. that one. Cause I'm interested the next week when I'm sleeping in a tent, like we get done at the itinerary is like eight, eight o'clock to five. And I'm curious to see, um, what kind of time I have because obviously not going to be, have a constant power source while in a tent. So Mm -hmm. I've got a, I'm going to get some reading done, which is good for me. So
1: that should put you in uh, a pretty good mindset for that too.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I was reading the itinerary and it's like, I wish I hadn't read the itinerary. So (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I made
1: that. Doesn't that book, I I haven't read it, but I heard him talk about it. It's chronicles his journey through like joining the Navy, going to the seals and all that. Right.
0: From what I understand, I mean, I didn't buy it with any like preconceived notions that it was, I kind of like, I bought it thinking that like, hopefully this is some motivation just to like get through patches that i feel like i'm in like Mm -hmm. you know non-creative patches and all this and then i was like i don't really need a you know a self-help book it's more of like motivate me to stop wasting my time in certain areas but and i feel like he's i have the mindset that kind of he has but it's not to the extreme that he has it if that makes Mm -hmm. sense
1: disciplined but like there's there's always a spectrum. Yes. Like of, of everything. And so like discipline is no different. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm traveling that journey right now as we speak. Like you usually ask, like, you know, how is Radwash going? Yada yada. And it's like I kind of mail that question in. But the whole yeah. thing is like just basically one big lesson in discipline. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's interesting because some people just have it and some people don't. And mm-hmm. like I guess that it's if if you're trying to do something that's outside of the norm or like really not even outside of the norm, I don't feel like anything is anymore, mm-hmm. but if you're trying to accomplish something that typically requires a lot of like your personal attention and time that mm-hmm. nobody's paying you for, let's say that,
1: <laughs> <Yep>. um,
0: <clears throat> you've got to be self-motivated in some level. and. yes. I, it's crazy because, well, it's not crazy, uh, but it's, it's strange to think of like, if I'm not putting my focus into it, it's probably, I'm probably not into it like as much as I want to be, or mm-hmm. think I should be. And it's, dude, that's, that's a hard pill to swallow for some things, you know? Cause you're like, I remember like as a kid, like trying to force myself to be into things that I was ultimately probably not really i was just doing it because other people were doing it yep and and to now it's like well you know i've since the pandemic hit like music has has always been a huge huge thing for me but i've not spent as much time on it as i thought i would like Mm -hmm. i've and to sit back and to see where am I spending my time and it's like on stuff like not like this, this is, there's nothing wrong with this conversations are great but the you know scrolling through social media or doing whatever and trying to figure out how to market certain things or whatever Yep, it's like I don't have those skills and I don't have like a drive to like real drive to like figure those out it's just like brain dead brain dead just <laughs> like going through emotions of like ah. Uh, uh, um, yeah. it's a waste of time so that's why I bought the book nice to to hopefully like hey let's just trigger something because I have that 50 mile march that's coming up and in August and I'm uh, I actually applied to be on the board for for it and I talked to Jim Morales uh, the guy who basically started the whole thing he has a similar story to kind of mine and I, we sat on the phone one night after I got off work for probably like an hour or so and talked about it. And it was just like, you're connecting with somebody that's like similar stories. Mm-hmm. And, and you're just like, wow, this guy figured, figured out what I was, I was kind of doing on my own. Um, but he figured it out and got it to a larger scale. And I'm like, not that I want to tap into that, but it's like, I like being around people that are like that, that like can help you help you get to the next level. And then maybe you've got something that you can bring to the table to get them to the next level as well. But yeah, brother. I still at the same time, it's like, you got to embrace like the journey as well. You got to sit back and like, take it all in. And that's a, that's a hard
1: thing to do. Yes. It is I I really paid attention to that whenever I read Jew Dog. Um, just you know, listening to Phil or, yeah, listening to Phil Knight talk about his journey with Nike. It was like so much shit is happening, and if you don't like slow down to just enjoy the now and you know <laughs> what's happening here, then yeah it's kind of going to be all for nothing at the end. Right. And I could tell, I mean, maybe I'm naive in the way that I thought the book was really, really good. Um, but man, it, it seemed like he really lived that out because of, you know, the way he was able to tell the story throughout Um. anyway, but that's hard to do in practice. So that's part yeah, of what like it- that lesson in discipline is just like, as stressful as some of this shit is on like the day to day, it's like, okay, but day to day, there's still some awesome shit happening, like in life.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, like even with your, you know, with you starting Radwash and everything else, you've gone at it a couple of separate times. Right. Mm -hmm. So there, there was the initial get set up. You had JM consulting and, (laughs) Which yep. which was, you know, the, the idea of it yeah. and what you were doing. Yeah, I feel like that's a hard, like, thing to break into. Like, yes. in general, just this business consulting. And, uh, but how did you feel whenever you're, you did, like, your initial leap into Radwash, thinking, I'm going to do this. And then you were like, was there a point where you're like, I don't want to do this?
1: <laughs> uh are there, there's probably still points <laughs> where it's like, man, I don't want to do this, um, but that's, that only, that's like your, I guess Joe Rogan would say your inner bitch um, just kind of coming out. You know what I mean? That's, those are the moments where it just feels scary. So it's like, Oh, I don't know if I really want to keep going. You know what I mean? Like the shit is, it's frightening a little bit. Um, yeah. And you're just looking at like, I got to, you know, there's so much to do, dude. You're, you're fucking marketing and you're filling a schedule and then you're like completing the schedule and you're following up and you're, you know what I mean? Like you're an accountant and all of, all of the, all of the things, this this is you. So, um, yeah, it's, you're, there's a lot of fear in that, but yeah. I guess when you're when you're looking at it you're like shit well the hardest things are always the best things you know what I mean like there's some of the most beautiful points that I made on hiking trips were the hardest hikes to do like the most yeah. gruesome but when you get there you're like what the fuck there's no other way I could have got here so this is the, the whole journey was worth it like yeah. you know what I mean to get to this beautiful point so that's why I keep thinking about as I'm going through rad wash. So I guess to answer your question a lo- long, like convoluted way. Um, yeah, man, there's been several points where it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, yeah. But anymore throughout this lesson of discipline that I was talking about, it's like part of that's mindset lessons. So it's like, dude, just stay on the hike. Like, this is my Mount Everest, you know, so when I get to the top, I'm gonna feel fucking great. So yeah, it's just like, keep battling, keep going persistence right
0: I think there's definitely like a, a the, there is a chase to it and I have the I'm fortunate enough to be around a lot of people that you know are in those beginning stages of of businesses and mm-hmm. and on on the other spectrum too a bunch of people that are at the their Everest I guess you could say <laughs> yep and, and I just always thought like to myself, if, and funny, if you wanted to, you know, break it down to say you're climbing Mount Everest um, yeah, <laughs> and you, you get to the top and there's and with Mount Everest, there's so little oxygen at the top that you can't be there for too long. Like you have to make multiple trips up Everest in order to yes. really enjoy what everything that it has to offer. Yes. And so to me, it's like, that's where the whole, there's different stages of Mount Everest. Like there's, there's, um, there's the, Hey, you get to a certain point where all of a sudden somebody's like for you, you know, Radwash, It's like somebody calls you and they're like, dude, I heard about you from a friend and you're like, it's working. You're like, yeah. it, <laughs> it, it's working. <laughs> and then it becomes, uh, you know, I don't know what your goals are if it was me, but, uh, the next one would be like, dude. Like for me, for music, it was like, oh, I saw my face on a billboard in yeah. Omaha, and it was like, is this happening? You know, I made it happen, <laughs> but it's still, it's like, it's still a thing. Like, yep, it's, it's not like I, you know, was like, you know, I, nobody was paying for it. I flipped the bill, but still, I was like, I wanted to see it happen, so I just so made it happen.
1: Exactly, <clears throat> like Nick Rucker is on a billboard, right? Come to where? It's hear me like, on Spotify. <laughs> this is amazing, hell yeah,
0: yeah. But then it's like you know, with like radwash, it's like one day you'll you'll see it on a billboard. Well, it's not so much today's world isn't so much billboards on right. the highway. It's more of like how many clicks can you get that aren't bots on exactly you know, social like media?
1: I'm measuring it like in. Like, where am I showing up on Google? And, you know, how is social media performing? And it, the referrals actually, like right now specifically, um, are massive. So I'm like, anytime somebody is like, yeah, somebody told me about you or whatever, it's like, holy shit. Like people are talking about this yeah. Like when I'm not around, like I'm not influencing their conversation outside of the work that we do, I suppose. But um, yeah, that part is cool. Yeah. That feels like a billboard yeah. moment.
0: Yes, definitely. And that's a, that's a stage of Everest, right? So it's yeah. like, I think it was, Oh, I was listening to, um, um, a guy speak, um, last week, what was his name? Um, well, I can't remember his name. Um, he, he's, <laughs> this is ridiculous that I can't remember this. Uh, I can't even look it up. <clears throat> so anyway, um, Big, big guy, leadership guy, um, listening to him speak, got to hear him speak to me, uh, like not really solo, got to ask him a question. Mm -hmm. Um, Is this the
1: when you listen to John C. Maxwell?
0: John C. Maxwell, Jesus Christ, why can't I remember that? (laughs) So, so John C. Maxwell, one of the highest, like wrote, has written like 88 books on leadership, Mm -hmm. um, written some like New York Times bestsellers, like a lot of them. And I was in the room. um, So I went through a management course at work and the 120 of us, I believe were able to sit down for lunch and like a Q and a with him. That's amazing. And I raised my hand and I didn't know what I was really going to ask because I was like, there's nothing I'm going to be able to ask that I'm going to get answered. And it's just going to change my life. Like there's (laughs) those, I don't believe that those moments actually happen. I think it's Mm -hmm. like, it's in a culmination of an accumulation of different scenarios that build up to one thing. But I was like, I have to ask something because how many people would probably want to be in this opportunity and I'm not taking advantage of it. Yes. So, so I said, um, Hey John, I wrote a book a couple of years ago and I was just curious, I'm working on a second book and what do you do whenever you are have writer's block? How do you push through that? Um, and, really it was kind of like uh i i'm sure he gets a thousand thousand questions but it wasn't really answered like directly mm-hmm. and and he is just like did the book do well and i was <laughs> like i don't know I, I really don't know i don't know how you judge that like i'm not an author yeah. like i i am but i'm not yeah and so i'm like I, I
1: yeah how do you it? answer that
0: yeah we
1: don't yeah. need to get hung up here but yeah when you said that i was like huh yeah. How do you, did it do well? Yeah. Cause yeah. I fucking finished it and sold it. <laughs> so, well, that's, what I
0: told I, I, that's Basically what I said, I was like, uh, well, I was like, I feel like that everybody that read it was impacted in it in some way, shape or form, like yes. in a good way. Yeah. said, so that, I guess to me, that's, you know, a good thing. And then he goes, how long did it take you to write it? And I was like 10 years. And he's like 10 years, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> yep he's like man maybe make sure your next one doesn't take 10 years to write and I was like I just got on there and I was like dude I had to live the life first like yeah I was like this is a biography it wasn't a you know like I wasn't just telling people how to be a leader and I think like, <laughs> like I have to be um, a leader first in order to make that happen yeah <laughs> and so um, I got out of there and I was like maybe I should know, you know, like mm-hmm. if the book is doing well or not doing well. But so then I started diving into like the Amazon reviews and stuff like that. And it is sitting at number 175 in the Iraq and Afghanistan biography section on Amazon. And I was like, there's got to be thousands of these books like that mm-hmm. are the same as this one that I wrote. And I'm at 745. I'm like, okay. Okay. That's a, yeah. that's a part, that's a part of Everest right there. Like, it and it doesn't feel like anything special, if that makes sense. It's more of like, right. cause I didn't write it for that. You know, I don't know if John right. C. Maxwell sits there and writes a book hoping that it goes to be number one bestseller. I'm sure at this point he's had so many that I would be disappointed if he didn't.
1: I'm sure part of that is at play, right? I mean, if you're doing something for a job, so you're, you know, then you do expect some sort of monetary return on it you know, your yeah. time investment and all of that. But as the, like from, yeah, the art perspective, you know, like how do you put value to that outside of saying, if this changes only one person's perspective, then I've succeeded in like creating this art, you <clears throat> know, this piece is done and it, you know, helped somebody else see the world a different way that might've helped them. Like that's worth a million sales but if we're talking in terms of yeah physical like sales physical yeah. sales <laughs> but even still though if you're at number 745 out of what could be tens of that like how do you know how many books are out there in the genre they don't break that I, down
0: i can't find that Shame i don't on know. amazon
1: damn it they should tell yeah. you that if you have something well uh,
0: published they, there they, They tell me where I sit in books in general, like on Amazon, which is like fucking two million. I'm like, (laughs) God damn. (laughs) There's that many people writing books. I Um, wonder
1: how many books got released during like COVID, like quarantine and all that.
0: Oh, man. I imagine a lot or a lot were written during that time. I was going to say, yeah, probably
1: a lot were written, but maybe not released or published.
0: Yeah. I think the best thing though, is like, I'm looking at, I'm like, now I'm like, how can I get to a hundred, the top 100? Yeah. And it's like, well, obviously I need to talk about it. Yeah. Because, because if I just not say anything, I've gotten to this point by really not saying much Mm -hmm. um, because it was like the book in general was kind of uncomfortable to write and to relive. And so for me, I'm like, I don't even want to read it. You know, it's yeah. just kind of like, it, it's just a, a weird time and not who I am today, but uh, the overall, I'm like, well, I guess I got to talk about it. If I'm going to get, you know, if I want it to touch, touch more people and for m- more people to read it, but it's still at the same time. I'm like, that wasn't why I wrote it. You know, yeah. it was more of like, a,
1: <clears throat> if you change your perspective though, on it, like if you can help one person that wouldn't helping a million people be also awesome so it's not that you're selling a million copies it's that you're helping a million people you know what i'm saying you're doing the you're doing the same fucking thing but like you still though by selling it you are giving other people the opportunity to learn you know pick up some nuggets that you you know hid deep within those pages
0: yeah so yeah yeah. it's yeah, that's, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, it, it would be cool to get a top 100, knock Jocko Willink out of that top spot. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be the Everest.
1: Listen up, Jocko. <laughs> Rucker's coming after you.
0: Yep. I'm out for blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh-huh.
1: You should start posting your watch. I know we joked about this before, but post it. like I think he does let like 4 a.m. Do yours at like 3.53.
0: Yeah, I'm like, where's Jocko? Like,
1: what's what's up, Jocko?
0: Yeah, I do get up at three thirty too, and his See? is always like four.
1: Three thirty three. That feels like a good. That's a better shtick than four o'clock.
0: Three thirty three. Then you're not necessarily
1: copying. it. So like you're calling him out. Like, look, bro.
0: Yeah, I take a picture and then I just go back to bed. I'm like, <laughs> 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 uh, that is that
1: is exactly <laughs> what I would do, actually.
0: Yeah, and roll back over. I'm like.
1: Fuck this, Dude, help me out here. So I struggle with this conversation. I've read so many different things on it too. And um, sorry, you keep seeing me reach over. Like I'm just grabbing like small shit to fidget with as I talk here. Anyway, um, oh. <laughs> uh, morning people versus not morning people. Like they say the most successful people get up like whatever it is, three hours before they have to be somewhere. Yada yada. Um, which, yep, I can definitely recognize the value in that. But also, like, I'm not super functional in the morning, not as functional as I am at night. Like, at night, I could be plugging yeah. away, you know what I mean? Well into the wee hours of the night um, and productive. The only, the only way that I'm not productive is like by dealing with clients and not not in a bad way, but just like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't talk to clients at 10 o'clock at night or, you know, whatever you have to talk to them during business hours type thing. So I suppose if you want to measure productivity that way, then not really, but like more of the business than not is not with clients. So um, anyway, like, what do you think? Do you think you have to be a morning person like, or no,
0: it's a good question. I never was. Um, but I said, I remember whenever I started this and I'm going on two years of getting up at like that time. Um, and it's, I thought to myself at the time when I started this, I was like, this is going to suck. Mm-hmm. And most mornings it does. But I was like, if I can get out of this, myself out of the bed, if I could talk myself out of this, this bed to go into a garage that's probably like nine degrees <laughs> and, and work out and then go to work with knowing that, Hey, I accomplished a lot already today. Mm-hmm. Then I can accomplish probably just about anything. Yeah. You know, cause mm-hmm. it's, I know that's difficult for me most mornings and not to say, okay, so people that are listening, this doesn't mean that I like, don't get eight hours of sleep. No, I go to bed early. Mm-hmm. And we're talking like I'm in bed by sometimes eight o'clock, eight 30. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously not on nights when we record this, but, <laughs> um, nine o'clock usually asleep and, you know, it's just getting like I get at least six hours of sleep, six, seven hours almost. And I'm not functional if I don't. Like I am a grump. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> but <clears throat> it all just plays into like managing your time. And like it, not everybody like, wants to go to bed at that time. Not everybody wants to get up at that time. And I was like, there's got to be something here. Like mm-hmm. it's quiet. It's quiet. I can, do what I want to do. I can listen to a podcast, or I can do whatever I want without distractions. And before the world starts winding up for the day, yep. And then by the time I'm done and ready, I'm like, yeah, all right, let's do this. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a feeling. I guess it's a, just a feeling of satisfaction and being able to that's just a baseline. That's like, there's not like that's a base. Everybody's baseline is different. Right. So my baseline is like, Hey, if I don't work out in the morning and like, Mm -hmm. feel like I did that the rest of my day is going to be off. I'm going to, that's going to be in the back of my mind that I let myself fail at some on, on some level. Mm -hmm. And, and I will let that get the best of me throughout the day. So I know that if I don't, that's like with drinking, right? Like I know that if I let myself drink tonight, I know what that's going to affect and what yeah. kind of like repercussions that's going to have. So I don't do it. Like mm-hmm. I just know that it's not something I want. And I know yeah. the exact same way with with not working out in the morning. I know what repercussions are going to come with that. It's like I've got a guilty conscience that's going to be like, well, guess what? You got to work out like twice as hard. Tomorrow, because I'm not going to let you work out this afternoon because you Mm -hmm. didn't get up whenever you were supposed to. Mm -hmm. That's the self talk that I guess I have. Not a lot of people have that self talk. And I've come to like living with other people now. I've come to like realize that like it's not, that's not how everybody talks to themselves. And it's, I don't think it's,
1: yeah, I don't think it's super common.
0: Yeah. And, but it's, I'm pretty hard on myself in general. Like, yeah. And I, I feel like I kind of have to be like, if I want to accomplish something, which, you know, man, it's, it's been like, it's, it's always like, it's always gotta be a fucking thing. It's always gotta (laughs) be like, there's gotta be something that's like a, a goal that you're reaching for or this or that It, it, which is true there needs to be like there's never an end point but there's always got to be like hey i'm preparing for this this is why i'm working out so your brain starts to like prepare you for doing that and it's like well all these like with the ruck march and stuff like that that was my goal that's my goal now it's like i can't let myself get out of shape because then what am i going to go out there and fail no i don't want to fucking fail and then there's the other part of my brain too. That's like, well, now we need to get the nutrition dialed in because every time that I do go out and do this, I don't know how to fucking eat. So mm-hmm. ultimately like I'm dragging ass the whole way. And there's just those things that get into the go into motion that it's just, you have to tell yourself like, I want to do this. I can mm-hmm. make this happen. Let's do it. Like, yeah. And it, the, the idea may be the craziest fucking thing in the world. Like it may just be like, Oh, I want to be a pilot, you know, something like right. that. And that's just a reference to somebody else. No way in hell am I going to be a pilot? I don't want to do that. But <laughs> yep. then, you know, you've got somebody that's like that wants to do that. And they're like, so they start asking questions. Like I was in New York last week and I went and ate at uh, Texas roadhouse. And one of my things is, is like, like what we talked about on the show recently was, um, I don't know, you know, like asking more questions for other people Mm -hmm. rather than I was sitting next to this guy and he had, uh, the whole reason I struck up the conversation was because he was giving like shit to the waitress for like, oh, I didn't want my steak this way. He was joking. And I was like, oh man, you got to throw the whole steak away. Like, (laughs) and he's, we just started laughing. And I was like, hey, what do you do, man? And he was like, oh, I work for uh, the FAA. And uh, I was like, really? I was like, so, I was like, I I fly a lot. Like, obviously, I'm on planes, like, at least six times a month, it seems like. And I was like, so, on that side of the business, what's things like whenever you look at, you know, passengers and all this stuff? And he's, you know, he goes through this whole spiel. Yeah. A lot of kind of just interesting stuff but he was more in like the uh directing flights patterns and stuff like that so I'm like oh that's fucking high level stuff and um we talked for quite a while and then you know that turned into like he's a musician and um also and then I was like Mm -hmm. no shit and he uh you know and then we went down this path of like oh did uh have you ever been in Nebraska and he was like no and I was like dude, you got to come to a show sometime. And he was like, I am booking it right now. I'm standing in a motel. I'm coming to Omaha, Nebraska. I'm going to watch you on June 30th. And I'm like, <laughs> "Sweet, this, this is what it's like. This is how, you know, like how you get your name out in different states and everything else. Um, but it was, it was cool because I was like taking a lesson from us uh, mm-hmm. of t- talking to people more, asking more questions. But there is a point too where it's like, my social battery shuts off. Um, yep. and it's like, uh, I don't know what to ask now <laughs> <And> <laughs> yes. just because I don't, I'm not conditioned to be able to, I'm not a talker. Like I get like tunnel vision whenever I'm like talking to people, it's, it's so weird. And it's gotten even like, if I, if I'm not interested in what we're talking about, like my brain shuts off, it's like, <sighs>
1: I don't know if that's an age thing, which pisses me off a little bit when I think about it that way. So I just kind of refuse to believe it's that Um, for myself, too, because it's like, yeah, dude, I can find myself like in a conversation and I don't know if I know what you just said. Right. Might have to run some of that back for me, because like I went somewhere else while you were talking, (laughs) but that's interesting.
0: Hopefully yeah, it's not it's, age
1: anyway. Continue. On.
0: Yeah. hope. Yeah. Hopefully it's not age, but uh, to go back uh, to the topic that we are talking about, like the getting up in the mornings and stuff like that. It's just a baseline. Yeah. It's like, Hey, if I don't do this, I'm not going to be good at anything else the rest of the day. So, so
1: it, you do it though. So you're, it's pretty much predicated on like your workout regimen or your schedule for working out. Yeah. So, you would rather work out in the morning because then you knock like the hard shit out. And then the rest of the day kind of goes smooth sailing, like yeah. whatever, ups and downs, whatever. You know what I'm saying? The hard shit's out of the way. So, But in, working out at night during the same quiet time, like everybody else is in bed, everybody else is sleeping, to work out then, that's like the end of the day. That's just not yeah. for you. That didn't seem more optimal. It seems more optimal to do it in the morning.
0: Yeah. Cause I feel like in the evenings getting pulled in different directions, like not everybody's mm-hmm. going to bed. And then like for me to like, it ramps up your ramps up your energy levels. And then I'm like, it's hard for me to shut my brain off after that. Like I can so be up all night. Yes. I think. And yeah. yeah. And so I could get that few extra hours of sleep Um, you know, like I get, get the, uh, there's nights, you know, well, there's, I have Sundays off basically. Mm -hmm. And, and I, those days I sleep in and I'll sleep, right. I'll sleep like a baby. I'll sleep till like seven, eight Mm o'clock and I'll look at my whoop whoop band and it'll say. Oh, you know, you got 97% of the sleep that you needed based off of like 9 hours of time in bed and I'm like, "Jesus." <laughs> like if I if I did that every day and worked out and, you know, yeah. did every ate, ate right, I would be like a perfect human specimen, but <laughs> you are it's, sir. <laughs> it's just not possible. <clears throat> um, so you got to you got to give something up, to, you know, in it right. its a, a little bit of sleep but like whatever I your body will recover your your mind will recover it's you know you just this whoop thing too it's like you going to sleep that and it just shows that hey you can recover from but now it's so like I'm so in tune with everything and all this that if I don't get enough sleep my body's like hey I'm gonna shut down if we don't you know yeah. take care of this this portion of your life
1: but you're aware of like the way you feel yeah like generally speaking like i feel off today and it could be this all i need to do is pull like this lever or these levers and kind of get it jump started again type thing
0: yeah but it's it's like uh you know there's there's definitely like there's pieces of puzzles as you get older (laughs) to me to me it's like You've got like one piece, which is the working out thing and mm-hmm. got that under control. Now, now it's the other piece. It's like, am I doing in my life what I want to be doing? And mm-hmm. am I fulfilled? Which takes me back to what I was saying about talking about, like, it's always got to be a fucking thing. Like, yeah. there's always something that you're striving for. But what is it? Yep. And if you don't, you know, like... I I don't even have to probably say it, but I will just for our listeners. But if you don't have that thing, it feels like you're just like, whoa, like fucking lollygagging through life. Yep. And then you get these little checks every once in a while. Like something puts you in your place and you're like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, I've just kind of working for somebody else and, you know, doing this and, Mm -hmm. and this and not really accomplishing what i'm probably here to to accomplish or whatever the case may be and so that that piece eventually kind of like eh, starts to show its face a little bit and it's like hey hey man do you want to you want to do rad wash
1: (laughs) yep let's let's do this
0: you want to work (laughs) nobody can see this but uh, they're listening Um, (laughs) Uh. hey you want to do rad wash and then that That little voice gets louder and louder, but dude, it's it's so real though. Like, if you can think it, you can do it. Like, it's just like see
1: that what you just said is probably what fucked me up as a kid because that's in. I love her for it. Like my mom would say that shit. You can do whatever you want to do. You can be what you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Like she told all of us that as kids, and it was like, you know, I guess you're right. Like, what person? Isn't like a person, like, doesn't matter who you are, Michael Jordan, you're still a fucking person. Like, you were a kid once and then you dominated the NBA. That's cool. You got Robin Williams behind you. Like, how many auditions does that guy go on and make an ass of himself and didn't get a part or did get a part, you know what I'm saying? And worked himself into being one of the greatest, you know, actors or comedians um, to grace this planet. So, but he's, and he's just a person. So yeah, I can do whatever I want to, um, just got to work at it.
0: Yeah. It's just, you've got to develop it. And, and then eventually it's like, you know, it's, it just becomes like you're with the in crowd or whatever the case may be. And, and people are talking about you or whatever, they, whatever it is that you're doing. And, then it's just like, Oh, this is just life now, I guess, you know, and, and you're, it just never, you know, I think if, I think if you're passionate about something enough, it, it's not work. It's more Mm -hmm. of like, gosh, I can't wait to go do that. And that may be totally something that like, I'm not into or you're not into or whatever, but it's like, you know, and I may never understand it because i definitely don't understand everything but (laughs) the um the fact that you know i can sit down here and i can pick up my guitar and it's just easy some nights to do it and then Mm -hmm. there's nights where it's like i don't want to fucking do this like i fucking hate this guitar like you know (laughs) it's like why why won't you talk to me and tell me what song to write yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but that's just that's this is a part of like if you want to get better at anything you just got to practice
1: yep got to pick up that that's, guitar
0: that's and advice for people that are listening to like you if you want like a reference as to why like if let's say you and i let's take you for instance if you want to be the best guy at detailing cars the best way to learn is to detail cars and right you figure out all these little tips and tricks that like I could go out here and clean my truck and do an okay job but I'm not going to do it to the level that you're going to do it because you're going to see things that I don't and you're going to know tricks that I don't because you do it day in and day out just like hey if I pick up this guitar and I start playing and I'm like whipping out some Dave Matthews riff you're not able to do that like it's just like (laughs) (laughs) I
1: sound like a two-year-old with a guitar in my hands
0: but you know that's what we've we've picked and i think they're like talking about like like with mike lucas that was on here recently yeah i don't understand the gaming thing like i've watched some of the videos and stuff like that and i think it's great probably like what he's doing Mm -hmm. and it's funny watching him and but for me i think his most success was whenever he was talking about like he just fully invested in it for like eight hours a day or whatever the case may be or six yep. hours <clears throat> and to now looking back at hey when was i the most successful or felt the most successful with music was whenever i was playing a year once with a hundred shows and then i was constantly playing like it was like to a point where i was just like i gotta change the set almost every night <laughs> or else i'm gonna get fucking bored playing yep and it's, that's how you get good though. It's, it's crazy. Cause now I'm like, oh man, I wish I ha- hadn't stopped like at that level. Mm-hmm. But, but hey, who's, who's to blame? It's only me. It's, I can't, I can, I can sit here and get mad at somebody because they took my time or something. But,
1: but those are the stories that you're going to be able to tell when you're playing the Grand Ole Opry, you know, in a few years.
0: God. That's the last place I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, don't, I don't, like, it's funny with stuff like that, like the Grand Old Opry and and big venues or big things. And I'm like, I just don't have, I don't, like, I think if I got an invite to the Grand Old Opry, I'd be like, this is cool. But, like, it's not as cool as, like, I thought it would be kind of. thing. Yeah. That's like getting to a point on Everest and, like, standing there and trying to soak in what you've accomplished. It's like, ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Like, it's <laughs> it's not that. Like, I remember the first time that I played a show where I had to have a backstage pass to get access to the venue. And then afterwards, it was like, I went out on this huge stage that was like, what the fuck? Like, I've watched my favorite bands play here. Like, mm-hmm. my my some of the bands that I grew up listening to, and I'm like, I'm just me like nothing. There's no, there's no nothing different. It's just, okay, I'm out here on the stage and I got to do my fucking thing that I do every night, like this week, (laughs) but it's just on a different stage. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like, okay, that was Everest. There was a point in Everest because I remember looking back when I was a kid thinking that, man, that'd be sweet to do this or that. That'll never happen. Mm -hmm. And then it did. And I'm like, yeah. God, the 13 year old version of me would be shitting his fucking pants right now. And I'm sitting yes. up here like, Well, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was shitty. Got to keep. Yeah. Got to keep going.
0: God damn it! I got to keep working now. <laughs> yes. I thought I'd get a hundred million dollars. Yep. <laughs> damn it! Damn it! This is stupid. Music's dumb. What
1: am I doing? Throw this stupid guitar out the window.
0: It's fucking step <laughs>
1: yes that is that is that inner bitch that's the thing that's like hey you should quit because you're not good enough yeah you fucking suck right
0: and then you realize that the people that you think are good enough like people that are better than you Mm -hmm. they're just like you they're just on a on a different level possibly yep and you're like I can do what that guy's doing, but better because mm-hmm. I work harder, you know, like that's in the back of your mind thinking like I could, I should be that guy right now. I'm just not there yet. but this, I'm definitely a better person than that guy. Yeah. You
1: know? I mean, I would like to think so in some cases, <clears throat> but there is in terms of like that working harder thing. Cause I'm like, okay, but am I working harder? Like, am I tiger woods in this shit? Like just hitting golf balls out in the rain. You know, when it's the yeah. shittiest is shitty outside, but here I am, just like, squaring up my game, getting ready for this next match. And it's like, if I'm not operating at that level, then I'm not working harder than that person. You know what I mean? And so that's yeah. where that self talk gets to be shitty for me. It's like, fuck. When am? I, when is it going to be good enough? You know.
0: <clears throat> it's almost like we should write a book on like how to coach somebody that doesn't have, you know, or like coaching yourself. It, that's where, cause it's, how uh, to it's coach almost, yourself. yeah. Cause yeah. It's like, like there's the stuff that we're doing. I'm sure that maybe you've watched YouTube videos and stuff like that, but there's nobody out yeah. there showing you how to detail a car. It's <laughs> just stuff you've got to, you committed to it. You said, Hey, I'm going to clean your car out. If you don't yeah. show up, like you're a piece of shit. So Right. It, it, but there's nobody sitting there being like, OK, Justin, you're not trying hard enough. I'd like for you to try harder today.
1: Exactly. It's,
0: it's like, no, you've got to motivate yourself. Yes. It's That's in the same thing with guitar and everything else. It's like, oh, I created all these fucking opportunities for myself. And now I'm like, yes. uh, I have to go do them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: that is so dude uh when i was talking to a therapist um whenever that was ago uh i was telling them like you know the end result we were talking about like what do i want to get gained from this whole experience and yada yada and it was like it for sure i'm trying to like mellow out like the ups and downs You know what I mean? But like, I still like the ups and downs because I feel like that's where those coaching moments happen. Like inner coaching moments where it's like, all right, dude, don't be a piece of shit. Like you see the thing that's wrong. So like you got to fix it or you got to adjust it to make it right and to make it better for next time. And know that even that is not perfect. Like that's just like the next, like you're just kind of leveling up a little bit. And there's going to be levels above that, even that you can get to, but like, just fucking get to the next level, but don't like fuck it off like right now. Cause otherwise, you know, those are those little coaching moments, but those are like what creates kind of like those, (laughs) those ups and downs that get hard to like work through too. Right. Yeah. Like you can feel super down on yourself and it's like, you kind of forget like, fuck. okay, that's supposed to be motivational. That's not like depressive, (laughs) you know, like, you know what I mean? It's hard to explain kind of, but
0: there's, there's like, there's always this moment in my life that I remember back to before the army before everything else. And, um, a guy I used to live with in Kansas city, we went to high school together and all this stuff. And I Hmm. refer to him, um, in the book and stuff like that, but his name was John and we lived together. We had like, complete opposites of people him and I he was like he was studying Nietzsche and all this stuff on his own very self-motivated and I was not at the time I was like party guy and like and two completely opposites living in the same house and I remember he got me he's the reason I got into weightlifting and I was in our apartment and I was going to a movie with my cousin and his friends and it was one of the x-men movies but <clears throat> as i was leaving he goes what are you gonna do waste your more of your fucking time like doing stupid shit with all your buddies and i was like well i left i don't i don't think i said anything <laughs> and that that ate at me so much mm-hmm. first 30 first 30 minutes of that movie i sat there watched it and i was like you know what fuck this." And I got up and I was like, Hey guys, I had to go. And they're like, they gave me a ride there, which was like for people that live in Maryville, I was at the hangar. I had to go clear back down to almost to where the new Casey's is at. And so I walked all that way, which was like two and a half miles Mm -hmm. and just thought about that the whole way. And I got back and he's sitting there like writing and I was like, dude, I can't believe you said that to me, but I was like, it fucking impacted me because I just got up in the middle of that movie. And he was like, what? He was like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. And I sat down there and started writing. And, um, that was, uh, I guess it was just like, I guess if you have those moments in life where it's eye-opening, that was kind of like, Oh, I got to take this. I got to take life a little serious, you know? Yep. So,
1: that's the part though that's hard to teach i think like to teach somebody to recognize those moments that i feel like is a little bit of intuition like you just start able to recognize a moment like oh fuck this is this is a fork in the road like in my life my actual fucking like <clears throat> me as a person this is a fork yeah. in the road so i gotta like choose here yeah what i'm gonna do because you could have easily been like ah eh, whatever. Fuck you. See you tomorrow, whatever, you know, and not let it eat at you and could be in a different place because of it. Cause you didn't let your mind say, Oh, hold up, dude. Mm, Might want to introspect that one a little bit.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, it was, it was definitely, you know, those moments where it questions your integrity as a person, like, and that was it because I knew on one side of me, it was like, I had to tell a bunch of people that I, like and care about that hey I do and it was it was weird because it wasn't like me to do that and then I left and it was just like wow you know it's Mm -hmm. like what did I just do but yeah it's it's crazy so I'm sure people you know that are if you're listening all nine of you that um that it's um it's common to have those moments, but you have yeah. to, it's how you use them, you know, and yeah. obviously you used it in a positive way this time, because you remember the times that you don't yes. act, act on them, or you you act out of like your integrity. Um, and that's, those are times that like, you know, I still beat myself up about situations where I'm like, well, you didn't that one time. So you don't really fucking deserve this, do you? Like, that's yeah. pretty hard on myself. So I'm, I'm pretty hard on other people too at times, but not maybe not as hard of learning.
1: Uh, forgiveness is another difficult virtue to learn or to, yeah. to live, I guess, not learn necessarily, but <clears throat> yeah. To live. Especially when it's forgiveness of yourself. Yeah. Because sure. you don't want it to turn into a hall pass. Oh, I forgive you.
0: Go for it again. yeah go for it again buddy and then like oh you failed again did you yeah like it took colonel Sanders 1009 no's before he finally got a yes to his chicken recipe so
1: really that's a true story
0: that's a true story that's in the very first opening pages of awaken the giant within by anthony robbins
1: oh okay
0: yeah that's a great book
1: what's it called again
0: Awaken the Giant Within Awaken by Andy Robinson. Okay, yes, he talks about neuroassociative conditioning as how, like, um, we condition our neurons to like something or not like something, and so if we want something, we have to condition our brains in order to want to get that. Mm-hmm. And, and there's <clears throat> definitely like, if you want or if you know you have to go through a great deal of pain to get through something, you have to associate your brain to find that as like some sort of way to find happiness in the pain. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what we're talking about. really. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> ultimately. So mm-hmm. if you want to become, and you know, and for people listening to it's not always got to be like, Oh, you got to be a fucking Navy seal or whatever. It's that's, that's know. not like, that's not what we're talking about. Right. It's more of like talking about like, um, I want to be the, you know, number one country act in Omaha. So guess what? I'm gonna have to sacrifice a whole bunch of shit in order for me to get to that point.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and if it hard. doesn't,
0: and if it doesn't, you gotta pull the fucking Michael Jordan card, and you gotta get fucking pissed off. Yep, dude, that guy. You gotta just get
1: better. Like you gotta work harder, whether it's marketing yourself, if it's actually playing the guitar, if it's whatever, you know, like Michael Jordan did all that shit. But he became the best basketball player ever. Well, I guess that's debatable, whatever. For his time, he was the best basketball player. It wasn't just because he played basketball, it was like Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan. He was on the fucking like Wheaties lunch cereal box or whatever you know what i mean like yeah. the dude was the shit <clears throat> and yeah. the he let everybody know it i guess
0: <laughs> mike tyson's
1: yeah. is the same shit you know what i mean it's you yeah you go to the you got to go to a different place if you want to be number one
0: yeah you got to go somewhere different in your mind you got to be yep. like very very protective of it yep and basically who you let in
1: <laughs> yeah exactly i mean dude i'm not in the navy seals i'm not that's not what i'm doing yeah. but like right. the navy seal equivalent for me is making radwash exactly what i want to in my mind like i've got these ideas and like this is what i want to happen and the only way that that that's a navy seal goal like if we're making yeah. an analogy here that's the equivalent and so there's a lot of fucking steps between there like i'm barely even making it to Navy or to seal school right now, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I got to fucking,
0: I got to get to a point where I can even
1: apply to (laughs) to go to school. So, (sighs) but that just comes back to what you were saying, you know, it's just, there's levels and, you know, I got to enjoy or appreciate where I'm at. I'm at Everest right now. And eventually, you know, I'll be carrying that, that boat.
0: Well I think that that's just a good question. You you have to for one find out what's your Everest. And yes. what what different, you know, cuz there are seven peaks to Everest. There's not just like one peak. There is actually seven. Mm-hmm. I believe it's seven. Don't quote me on that. But there's other <laughs> there's other peaks that you have to if you want to complete the Everest experience, you have to hit all seven. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you're not going to hit them all in one day like somebody has, but I'm not about to hit them all in one day. And it's, it's like, well, let's hit this one first. Okay, cool. we did that one next year. We're going to hit that one. And then, yeah, but there's a lot of preparation that goes into hitting the smallest peak Mm -hmm. before you can get to the 13,000 foot or 29,000 foot peak of, of Mount Everest. Right. But that's not even the biggest fucking shield volcano in the. Well, it's technically, I guess, isn't every? Is that just? Is that a Never mind. We're not going to be retarded right now.
1: (laughs) I don't know if you can say that anymore. Uh, I'll I'll bleep it out. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna. I don't think you can be. uh Uh, Um, (laughs) What were you? The tallest. Were you gonna ask the
0: tallest tallest shield volcano in the solar system is Olympus Mons, which is on Mars.
1: On Mars, yes. Uh yeah, I don't know. Somebody's gonna climb it. I mean, Elon's gonna put that person on Mars. You go, yeah, you go climb that some bitch. You tell him Elon sent you.
0: If I remember right, it's like 15 miles to the top of it. Like it's fucking crazy. Hi. Yeah. But hey, I guess for this week's episode, everybody that's listening, I guess you get have some homework to figure out what your Everest is and what peaks it's, it's got for you or holds in store.
1: Yep. I, my current homework is actually writing that down. What's your Everest? Becky, Becky and I were just talking about it. We weren't talking about it in terms of what's my Everest, but it's like what is the the whole like vision, visionary, like all that language gets used a lot. I think so. It's like I don't. I'm not trying to say that. Like I'm not like a you putting your vision on paper, right? Yep. I guess I'm just hesitant to use the word vision, but the idea what I want Rabwash to be, it's like clearly define that shit like bullet it out because now i have like a checklist like here's the here's exactly because it's all here in my head you know what i mean and that's kind of how i've been operating for the most part there's things that are written down but it's like when you talk about okay why did i first decide to leave you know of not only a well-paying job but like a job that like you know My peer group was amazing, is amazing still, Um, you know, culture, just insert all the cool shit about working, you know, at a company surrounded by great people um, Mm -hmm. and benefits. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So you, you think, okay, well, I made the decision to leave that for this. Like, why? Because you can get caught up in the day to day you know, where it is, you're kind of like a robot and you're just kind of going along like, oh, got to detail this car, got to detail this car, got to call this customer, got to call that customer and, you know, collect this check and deposit this one and talk to this fucking guy. Like, (laughs) so um, I love, I love all of that. So I'm, I'm being a little bit facetious there in my, my sarcasm, but uh, why did I actually want to do this? Like, that's the thing that I need to write down. Yes. You know, And then, yeah, once it's there, it's like, okay, boom. People call it a vision board, you know, but I'm just saying it's a, it's a list of here's what Radwash is going to be. And here's how I'm going to get there. And I have to like, there is no other choice. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just what it's going to do because these are the things I'm going to do to make that happen.
0: Well, if it's, if I were to reference anything, it's kind of like a splinter, like if it's there, but it will come out in time. Like if you're not like, if you're not like making it, taking it out on your own, like, and if you're not accomplishing something in the Mm -hmm. back of your mind, it'll go, it'll snap and go, (laughs) your mood will change because, Hey man, we're just like, not doing what we said we're gonna do you know and it slowly starts to push itself out it's like i'm still here motherfucker like (laughs) you you better you better do something about this or else i'm gonna like come back like at the worst time of your life and i'm gonna remind you you're a real piece of shit yep (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh. yeah sweet man well it's been an hour and 10 minutes, and this was a really good conversation, actually. I'm glad we had this.
1: Absolutely. I feel a little bit more motivated after it, so I know Third somebody eye. listening is going to feel
0: motivated. Yes. Hey, and by the way, everyone that is listening, if you are a a uh, <clears throat> pretty regular listener, go on to Apple iTunes, give us a five-star rating, because uh, that's how we get more People to listen to the podcast yes. and one thing that i asked or that i learned recently is that it's okay to ask for people to like your stuff and ah because because if you do you're gonna like it and if you don't you know what you're not gonna like it so
1: the worst thing that's gonna happen is people are just still not gonna like it yeah so well, maybe you just you, you reminded somebody like oh yeah i was gonna like that and i forgot about it and
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Well, we've been oh, doing yeah. this podcast now for two years. Yep, which is crazy, but we're only thirty some episodes in. But that's fifteen a year. That's more than one a month. But hey, now it's getting it's getting a lot better. We've got twenty
1: twenty two. We're cranking them out.
0: Yes, having yep. some cool guests, and but, uh,
1: I just want to second the reviews because I I don't know how Apple works in terms of their algorithm and how they push podcasts around. But I do know uh, from experience with Google and dealing with the referrals and reviews and all of that, like their algorithm really favors reviews. So reviews are super important, especially to startups. And I mean, our podcast for all intent and purposes is a startup. And so those, those reviews help a lot.
0: Yes. And it's cool to, for us too, it's cool to like, see what your, what your opinion is. And yeah. we don't know everybody who listens. So it's, it's like, even with the book reviews, it's like cool to go on Amazon and see like, who is, you know, I don't know this person, but obviously they, my book got in their hands. So we're, it would be curious to see our podcast, whose hands that it's in, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yep. And who's a regular listener. So leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star or if you don't think it's worth a five star then a little less. Um five stars <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's get to the top in Omaha because that's what uh that's what we set out to do. So yeah that's what we but uh sweet all right buddy well have a good uh week and I will probably check back in with you guys this weekend mm-hmm. as i will be going through survival school and i'll give you an update from there we'll do a show from from the down under we down look in forward south to that, missouri sir.
1: you know what <laughs> we should we should record that one like a video because i want to show people your blair witch setup
0: <laughs> show them how we're I want, living out here on mtv crib i want
1: a shot of the camera where it's like looking up your nose and it's kind of runny guys, uh, I don't know.
0: I can't where's can't Paul. Where's Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh god, that movie. It's freaky. If you rewatch that movie, it's freaky. We're going to go down a rabbit hole fight. You get started on that shit. All right, until next time friends, we will see you later and remember, check out rad wash for your local detailing, uh mobile detailing.
1: Yes. If you get a chance.
0: Local. And if and you mobile. want some you want some country music to listen to while you're getting your car detailed, check out Nick Rucker Country on iTunes. All
1: is, right. It's on my playlist.
0: Goddamn right.
1: Yeah, it's right, buddy.
0: Yeehaw!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeehaw! All
0: right. oh, see you, everybody.
1: Later.